Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Show my talk 107 on everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Monday. Uh, I need you to put the uh, the 20th of May 2018 in your calendars. Oh, yeah. Because you might want to go see this gentleman's one man show at the State Theater on May 20th. That would be Mr. Rob Lowe. Rob really? Lowe. Is he going to really? do like a talking show? He's got a one man show at the State Theater. Tickets go on sale this Friday for his one man show. He, what days of the week are those, Lori? He, I That's don't know, good. but he had to I evacuate know. his, I know. his and place his in Montecito. I mean, I know. Montecito, Carpinteria, Santa Barbara, Ventura. It's, it's on fire. It's really incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always wonder what they, like, do they have, like, some flame retardant things that they put on, like, the top of fancy hotels? Like, I think I of don't. San Ysidro, that... Famous place in Montecito. Where, I have no idea. You know, Lori. like, do they? How do they like save some of these places from I the fire? I don't know. Anyway, don't ask he, me. And, and you know, Ellen, they, Ellen DeGeneres also right. bought a place in Carpinteria, and, and she and Portia had to leave, and your auntie my had to get out of there. Here. Oh. Well, the other thing they showed, um, there was like eighty three hundred fire trucks. They showed a photo of all the fire trucks that have, because all the firefighters that have come in from out of the right, California right. area to help. It's just, it's super sad. It really is. It's super sad, everything that's burning down. That's just <sighs> sad. All right. Well, what are we talking about now? Well, all right. So you here, have a game. This is, I know you got a game. I don't have a game. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, you I a game. don't have a game. She's got game, though. Oh, she does Thank have you. game. And tomorrow I, she's going to have a Barbie cape and a mask. Yeah. Because yeah. that is supposed to help me focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't We're wait to dress up when I come to work because yeah. what do I say? <laughs> this story has too many words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this book has too many pages. <laughs> oh, my God. This pile is too hard oh, to, book, for me to the read. The book for Thursday I know, is so Lori, great. Don't stress me out. No, there's nothing to be stressed out. You are going to love this book. I am enjoying it as I'm on page three. Oh, Julia. <laughs> I haven't had time. Well, go get your toes done or something. That's what I did yesterday. I can't to have read an hour and a five half. chapters in an hour like you. An hour and a half. All right. I'm not a power reader. I'm. I know. I, I'll figure it out. Okay. I'll take care of it because I've been on a roll lately with the books. Yeah, you have. But I, this is your the seven. Is it called Seven Days of Us? Yes. So good. British romance, funny. Um, I know it's, it's got it, it ticks all the boxes it ticks for you. all of it I might have to download it on tape and just listen to it while I'm sleeping and, and it'll me- go into my brain <laughs> good yeah. god sleep learning I know well people say yeah. whatever you learn right before you sleep you remember all right so this came out today and this is um to raise awareness and money for women in need and um it's to it's 
just kind of funny. It's this Goldstein Music Company, and um, the conversations that are going around sexual harassment right now and allegations against men of all different profiles, high and low, continued. An ad agency, Gray London, teamed with Goldstein Music to add some feminine feminist twist to festive holiday music, classic right. turns. And so now you can fight sexism at Christmas by singing hers, not hymns. Clever. To get it? Oh, I know it. Yeah, so here, that might be taking it a bit All far. right, so there was a series of songs, um, and this one, they cover different issues of body shaming, workplace inequality, sexism, and harassment. They're all available on iTunes, and it really, it's about a UK um, charity that you'd be benefiting. But yeah. here's, it's called Deck the Halls, but it's got a new title, Kick the Balls. Oh, jeez. Here we go. All right. Kick the balls of patriarchy. Fa-la-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la. We're all sick of this malarkey. Fa-la-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la. Old white men hold all the power. Fa-la-la-la, fa-la-la-la. Okay, I can't. I can't take no, that song. First of all, okay. I hate that old English tiny oh, fa la 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 la. Oh, no, I, that's never been my song, and they always oh, have it at the Caroling. We can try a different so, one. No, no, this is, that is a so bad funny. song. No, but that I, is a bad song. <laughs> you're so funny. Well, I hate that fa la 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 la. No, the old English tiny that high voice. That's annoying song. No matter what the lyrics. You're kind of missing the point of the story there. Yeah, I know. To you know, promote equal pay. And- I know for a UK charity, <laughs> okay. nobody here right now. Oh, I for God's sakes, it was just kind of funny. Was it? Right. Oh. Can we try one more? Okay, I am nervous. I want to tell you, I only picked that first one. All right, and we saw how that went. Yeah, so here's the one I picked it's about equal pay. <clears throat> we want an equal salary, we want an equal pay. Uh, Donnie, okay. cut it, cut it. Lori looks up in the old-fashioned English it's the caroling. It's the carols. It's a- they should have done it last Christmas. You know, do, do us to some good last songs. Last Christmas. Yeah, I well, yeah do it in better songs. Oh, you're so If they want to make some money, bad. nobody's downloading that. Oh, wow. I bet they don't. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so funny. I hate that Christmas carol crap. No, the caroling that that don't Casey like with that? their muffs and <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, it's just like. Have well, you never not? Have you ever gone Christmas caroling? The, no, give me no. I've not gone caroling in my old outfit with my stiff petticoat and my bonnet. Oh my! Singing for oh my what God. sale? Like to see it though. Marcel, <laughs> yeah, whatever that is. Is it we three kings of Oriental bearing gifts? I like that stuff. Well, download well, any of well, those songs. Well, I thought like. I would share something with you, but well, let me that, share. I don't want you to. Let me share <laughs> something else from London then, because I really like it's this something story. about. Judy Dench, who was nominated for Victoria and Abdul in a musical or comedy yes. for Golden Globes, this is what she said. The Golden Globes, hooray! What wonderful news on such a snowy day in London. Oh, look at how cute that is. Isn't that cute? Mm-hmm. I know. You I know who else was really excited? James Franco. Oh, he was. This is what he said. Thank you to the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, yep. which has been supportive of my work since I played James Dean 16 years ago. I am grateful they've recognized our movie, The Disaster Artist for Best Comedy. 
And he acted opposite his brother, yeah. Dave Franco, yeah. in it. And think, his best friend for 20 years, Seth Rogen. Yeah, I think they're all on James Corden tonight. Oh, that would be funny. James Franco and his brother, and I'm not sure about Seth. And this is for the something artist? What the is disaster, disaster artist, artist. The guy who made, it's about the making of the movie The Room. And he said in his statement about his Golden Globe nun, I'm sure the real Tommy was so... Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's who you say his last name, is pretty happy right now, too. And this guy, The Making of the Room, was a movie that was done in, what, the 90s? It's kind of a cult. It's considered the worst movie ever made, but it's become a cult classic. Yeah, they show it a lot of midnight. Mm -hmm. And the guy that he plays... It's like a parody of that movie, right? Have you seen the trailer, Julia? Yeah, I've seen, I saw him. Just the way he talks. Is yeah. So they can't yeah. just tell what the accent is. Right. No, I saw him on Good Morning mm-hmm. America last week. He's kind of darling, James Franco. Very. And and I'm telling you, he's so great in that uh, The Deuce, playing yeah. the two brothers. All right, I need to, that's another show to watch. When, but that's a good one, when I have time. Yeah, when you have time. But there's some, like, some nice uh, sexy scenes action you've told in me. there. Mm-hmm. Just of well, different kinds about of things. The porn industry, so yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, <laughs> Danny, don't don't dismiss it, please. <laughs> no, but I mean, it. if you want to get action in the porn industry, oh, Pamela <laughs> pa- Pamela Alden was nominated for Better Things, which is on FX. It's the second season. She was on uh, Californication. Okay. She played uh, David Duchovny's agent's wife. Fa- fantastic. You'd recognize her. I recognize her. She said, I've been acting most of my life. I'm extremely honored. Thank you so much, Hollywood Foreign Press. This is a Ch- uh, Chanika. Is that how you say that? Chanika? I, I don't have it in front of me. Hanukkah. 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 Oh, my God. What is Did wrong you just say Chanukah? Chanukah for Hanukkah? Because it says C-H. I know, no, but it's still pronounced Hanukkah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chanukah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my okay, Lord. Okay, now that's... Wow. I always wondered why is it's it sometimes Hanukkah. spelled C-H or sometimes H. Because H- H- it's spelled both ways. K-K- yes, they are. I know. It's spelled two different ways. I'm like, what's Chanukah? It's next to Christmas. At least you didn't say Chanukah. Which might have been worse. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I always thought Hanukkah was with an H. Well, it is. And Hanukkah was something no. else. Diff- Listen, there were no oh, Jewish boy. people in the Air Force growing up. I no never kidding. met one Jewish Are you family. Kidding? No. Well, see, and we grew up right next door to one, so we always knew about everything. Yeah, but we just, I just, that was the one religion I never that met you in never the Air Force. you never exposed to? Well, in the Air Force, right. we, it was like everything, and I was very glad I wasn't born a Baptist or a Jehovah's Witness after I found out what their rules were. <laughs> no dancing, no, dancing, no, no birthdays. No. We learned about no that. Christmas. We learned about that in that dancing movie. You what? know? What, the one, Yeah, Footloose. Oh. Footloose. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, learned yeah. all about everything mm-hmm. that they couldn't do. They can't dance. They can't sing. They can't have, they can't have birthdays. They can't have Chanika. I mean, how bad would that be? It sounds awful. Oh. All right, what else is happening? All right, what else? Angela, Angelina Jolie, she called on NATO. She wrote a, uh op-ed for The Guardian, just about to protect women's rights. You know, it's part of her UN um, thing. Just She's a very, very good writer, and just about particular sexual and sexual violence. Yeah, it's and a, it's a good men, piece. Yeah, for, from the Ukraine to Syria mm-hmm. to Somalia. So that was really good. Plus, she's celebrating her nomination. Globe nominations, Two? yeah. Did she get one besides Best Picture for... Um, and directing. 
for Best Foreign Film. She got oh, two nominations. Well, there's the nice. woman's nod mm-hmm. because we don't, there's no female directors that were nominated. And Mario Batali, that's huge over at ABC. And apparently the it rumors started circulating on Twitter last night that a prominent chef was about to be outed as a sexual predator this week. And people started treating the rumor on Twitter last night. If they weren't tweeting about The Crown or Walking Dead, they were like, who is it? Like guessing like a blind item. Is it Anthony Bourdain, Bobby Flayne, Emeril? But no, it's Mario Batali, he of the orange Crocs and the bad-looking Italian food. I think he cooks sometimes. Bad looking, looking instead of tasting, just looking. I like him on the chew. Mm, I yeah. um, he stepped down yep. from that show and, and all of his his restaurant business. But he actually said, "Yep, I did it." Yep, I mean he did. He's not denying it, and and you can the eater was the name of the publication that had all the allegations, the allegations and all against of the teams. Okay. And he released a statement to that magazine. And, and what did he say? He just said uh, he's stepping away. He didn't deny. They match up with, he said, I apologize uh, to the people I've mistreated and hurt. Um, I'm going to get help. Well, he doesn't say that. Well, he said he wants people to be able to go into his um, restaurants and have fun. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how people get away from, I mean, imagine. And then he was the head of his own restaurant empire, and he was the boss, and he was the employee at ABC, and who do you go and tell? Blah, blah, blah. That guy. That's how people get away with it for so long. When you're the boss. Yeah. Nobody, well, and no, this yeah. is interesting because they're having at NBC as a follow-up to the Matt Lauer um, They're stepping firing. up their sexual harassment. They what's are. right and what's wrong? Well, that's good. And All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. My Talk 107.1. Everything. Right. Is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Hollywood filling in for Elizabeth Reese today with the Dirt Alert. Yes. Now, I know that you guys were talking about Mario Batali right before we went to break, but I wanted to fill in some of the details on this story because it is the biggest story of the day. So Mario Batali, he is on leave from The Chew on ABC and also from his restaurant business after four women alleged sexual harassment. Now, this story was published in Eater, New York this morning. And like you guys said, it was rumored that something like this was going to be published this morning, that a celebrity chef was going to be outed for sexual harassment. So four women have talked in this story. They're all remaining anonymous. And uh, three of these women work for Mario Batali. One of them worked in the restaurant industry, and they described unwelcome physical contact. Also that Mario Batali likes to grope. He likes to grope the breasts and the butt. Yeah, it's pretty gross. And Mario Batali's owning his behavior Mm -hmm. because he issued an apology this morning. He said, I apologize to the people I've mistreated and hurt. Although the identities of most of the individuals mentioned in these stories have not been revealed to me. Much of the behavior described does, in fact, match up to the ways I have acted. He said this behavior was wrong and there are no excuses. I take full responsibility and I'm deeply... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sorry for any pain or humiliation or discomfort I have caused my peers, employees, customers, friends, and family. But how about the fact that ABC uh, quietly re- reprimanded him two months ago about his inappropriate behavior? Oh, they did? Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Groping, grabbing, mm-hmm. you long know, time that would have been probably right before the That's Harvey Weinstein story yeah. broke. So they're acting in a pre-Weinstein yeah. world. Right. If it had been a couple months later, they would have acted differently. Yeah. Right. All right. But this is not the first time that Mario Batali has been associated with sexual harassment. So apparently at his restaurant, Babo, this has been going on for years, Babo being his Italian restaurant in New York City. This May, the pastry chef at Babo sued, alleging that he was harassed because of his sexual orientation. And he said the suit names the restaurant as well as Mario Batali individually. And also there was a suit back in 2011 where a server at that same restaurant alleged that employees other than Mario Batali, would regularly hit him on the butt and grab his genitals when Batali and the co-owner did nothing about it. And also, another server, her name is Stephanie, she led a $5.25 million wage lawsuit against Mario Batali and filed a separate suit alleging that she was sexually harassed at that same restaurant. Yes, and back in 2006, there was a book published called Heat, which was a behind-the-scenes look at this restaurant, Babo, and one of the chefs, her name is Elisa she complained that a prep chef was harassing her and spoke crudely in the kitchen, calling Broccoli Rabe something inappropriate and talking about his visits with prostitutes. But she told uh, she wrote that Mario told her there was nothing he could do. Really, Elisa, this is New York. Get used to it. That was all the way back in 2006 about this restaurant. So, again, it's one of those things where there have been hints and there have been clues. What does the wife think? What does the wife think? Is he gay? No. No, He's he's been married since 1994 to Susie Kahn. And who... um, Anyway, but I'm just thinking... I just think of the the wife or the girlfriend or the partner of Mm -hmm. the person at just... Oh, you'd yes. be so furious and feel so betrayed. Yep. The humiliation factor for these partners. And Can I tell oh, you about yeah. the ego of a chef? Have yeah. you worked in restaurants either yes. of you guys? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. They are, they... Uh, I know. Oh my word! Right. I can think of yeah, the and sexual I, harassment so at a restaurant I worked industry. at in Arizona. It's it every is. single industry and business. You know, and Julia, to your point, I'm sure that every single person who's listening to this right now, who has worked in a restaurant, is nodding their head, saying that they have probably experienced this kind of behavior to some degree at some point in their mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Mario Batali on leave until further notice. Also, his show on the Food Network, Molto Mario, they have stopped moving forward with the reboot of that show until further notice. Okay. So just so you know, mm-hmm. they're also How do people, aware of the uh, you know, this is a this is a question. So he says, yes, I did all this. I apologize to people. How do these people redeem themselves? Mario Batali. Yeah, yeah Mario, and I'm just thinking about all the other people out there. Sure, and I think that this was attacked in on the part of Mario Batali coming forward, addressing it. Well, yeah, you have I to hit this. it head on instead of make a fake excuse or a half excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Own it and then... 
Yeah. Yeah. Own it. Stay out of the public eye for a while. Let it simmer down and hoping that people will kind of forget it or at least it say Mario Batali. He was the one who actually acknowledged this behavior. We're not good. We're done. He this. won't be back on TV for a long time. No, for Unless a long time. No, sit down with Dr. Phil or something right. like that. His co-hosts at the two are bummed because they probably didn't Let have him. any idea. Right. Yeah, yeah. They were probably blindsided by it. And he's fun on the chew. I mm-hmm. have to admit, because I like the chew. Yeah. yeah. Well, moving on from that, the other big story of the day, the Golden Globe nominees were announced this morning, and Guillermo del Toro's The Shape of Water is in the lead with seven nominations. And over on the TV side, our favorite, HBO's Big Little Lies, landed six nominations. And FX's Feud scored four. I was happy, happy to see that. And some of the notable snubs that were happening, Greta Gerwig for directing Lady Bird, not nominated, surprisingly. Also, Jordan Peele didn't get a nomination for directing or writing get out yeah. that one i understand more than but I it's su- best picture yeah. so it's kind of weird i still think the big sick is the biggest snub same yeah, yeah that yeah. got completely yeah. Kamal D- N- Najani, he's a pakistani american this movie seems like a movie that the hollywood foreign press would, would like love. And love because it's but it's remember, true story the immigration experience the difference between the two cultures it's like right up the Golden Globes but again they you had know, to make room for another yeah movie. and it came out a long time ago you know for the you know for the award season well, yeah but so did some of these other shows they nominated Glow that no mm-mm. well it'll be interesting to see because I'm not sure whether or not the Big Sick had a big push or a marketing campaign for they awards. were at every single hollywood forum f- uh, press event in october and november right, both so the they co-stars. were pushing hard yes they were all right <laughs> well that movie i honestly i thought it was so so oh really I just that's how i felt about ladybird i didn't see it yet yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah and also wonder woman got shot out of any nominations come on i did read a blind item that said a certain director associated with wonder woman who is not the director of that film campaign, the Hollywood Foreign Press, to not have Patty Jenkins get any nominations. James oh, Cameron. Cameron. No. Brett no. Ratner, maybe. Brett Ratner. Maybe because he's the producer of oh. this. And I don't know. That was just a rumor that I read online. I mean, we can't well, we say were, that it's true or not. We were happy for Jessica Beale that she got in a limited TV category against the big little eyes and for the, girls sinner, for the you center. Watched that. Did yeah. you watch that? Yes, we loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Loved it. Watch out for her winning this one because this is what the Hollywood Foreign Press likes to do. They like to put in the newbies and give them all the accolades. And the big little eyes and feud, those four actresses could split the vote and Jessica Beale but could we, win. Well, maybe. Sure. Mm-hmm. It all happens January seventh. Leave Justin Timberlake behind Jessica Biel. Oh my That's gosh! Please, can he babysit for the night? Yes, Thank that you. would be everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we got Kenny with the traffic, and I hesitate to bring up a Santa fetish after everything that's going on, but it is a real thing, and we're talking about it. Let's talk about sex now. Yes, indeed. It is Sex Monday with Lori and Julia. We'll give you a hint. Ho, ho, ho. That's your hint. He makes you sit on his lap, and sometimes you see Mommy kissing him, and he loves the color red. But I was wondering, is there such a thing? Is this, You know, because there's a fetish for everything. Yep. And there really is. People have different, you know, some are just mild little tiny things, you know, and other ones are, you know... Yes. Pretty big, and people okay. decide they don't want to play we give that you game. the furries. Yes, the, the furries. furries. That is like when, when a, you have to dress up in a costume. That's right. Mm-hmm. So there is a Santa fetish, and it's called Santaphilia. Sorry. Santaphilia, mm-hmm. and yep. it's a real thing. 
And um, I will just share with you the one thing that was posted on Reddit when people were asked about Santafilia and a someone who, because, you know, Santa is very, very busy. Like right now, Santa is incredibly yes, busy. Yes, so there have to be these shopping mall Santas who are filling in for the real Santa while he and the reindeer and the elf really get cracking because this is the time. Yeah. So oh, shopping mall, a former shopping mall Santa said, on average, once per night, someone would sit on my lap and whisper the filthiest X-rated description of what she was going to do to me when I came when I came down her chimney on Christmas Eve. What are adults wait a minute. on this lap? Wait, wait a minute, Larry. You know, it's toward the end of the night. Oh, someone who's got a Santa's what? fetish, or maybe it could be another. So, are these true confessions of Santa's? Yes, it happens, and there are, and then it happens <laughs> in the gay and the straight world. Santa's Isn't really there a polar bear. Can we, right, Santa is really yeah. a polar bear. A polar bear. <laughs> that's the best. That's all we're going to take away from that one. Okay. okay. And he really drinks Coke. Yeah. Okay. Um, now Thank this, you. This that is a great story out of England. A woman said she's had sex with 20 ghosts and she likes them better okay. than men. I, I, this story, I'll never forget. When a friend of mine told you she had sex, sex with, with a ghost. ghost and it wasn't just me. It was a whole group of us that she told and held okay. court and it was amazing. So I'll be curious what this woman says. Yeah. Isn't it just called like a good dream with a good, oh, I, I guess. Oh. I, I don't okay. know. But, but well, this people woman, really believe it. Yes. Amethyst realm, which if that doesn't sound mm-hmm. like a made She's up the name, third realm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She made a big life change. She told the Daily Mail she stopped dating men and she started dating, dating ghosts. ghosts. Now, you can't oh. really date a ghost. First of all, if no one well. can see who your date is, are you really on a date? Very unreliable. Okay. In your mind, you can. Yeah. She said it started a few years back when she sensed a ghost in her house. Okay. So she put on lingerie to seduce it because that's the first oh, thing my you word. think of. <laughs> oh, my word. And then she had sex with it. Now, I would be terrified to have sex with a ghost. The next time I see Echo Bodine, I'm asking her this or Michael Is this Bodine, a common thing? She, here's her quote. You can feel it. There was a weight and a weightlessness, a physical breath, stroking, and the energy as well. And she was married. But three after three years of her Sex ghosting. Her husband left her. That's right. And she's <laughs> really, yeah. He decided that she I got out of this now. She's gotten it on with twenty different ghosts, and she says she likes them better than guys. And her next goal is to figure out how to get pregnant. So the <laughs> Daily Mail has had an interview with somebody who's just completely off. <laughs> yeah. Or if she does think that she's having that in in her mind, she is. Well, right. Good. Good. Good on you. <laughs> You know, but but like, let's just go review this. There's a weight and a weightlessness and a physical breath. Okay, but wait a minute, a and weight stroking, and a weightlessness, know, which a means stroking, there's no weight. Yeah, and a physical breath, which was mine. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fan, the ceiling fan. But people do believe this. I, know. I do know that this is a thing. But twenty different times, is it the same ghost? No, twenty different ghosts. She says this is where she loses me. Yeah, she's it losing seems, me. Yeah. this is where she loses you. Yeah. <laughs> But seriously. No, uh, no, no. Like the first thing you do when you spot a, you think there's a ghost. Oh, let me go put on my sexy stuff. You know? I'd be like, let me get the hell out of here. Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, That's nothing that is ever, you know. All right. Here's one, Julia. 
Why? Do I think we it have... would have been better. The story would have been better if she likes to have sex with the ghost watching. I mean, something, but really. Listen. She All was, right. Okay. She might have saved her marriage that way. Why do we have types and can we change who we go for? Have you ever wondered that? Do people have types? I've always said I don't have a type, but you'd have a type of person that okay. we usually date. And whether we like true. it or not. Um, <clears throat> so why do Does you think we co- have types in the first place? Well, maybe it's certain type of people you feel comfortable around. It's our early attachment I, with our primary caregivers, usually our parents, will form the basis of how we form relationships with other. Therefore, we go for types that are familiar to us, mm-hmm. the interactions we've had on a regular basis, even if those patterns aren't good for us. So, like if you're a kid and you're often expected to take care of others, then you may find yourself being drawn to someone who needs rescuing. Right. And you do that kind of over and over. And um, the fixing or saving of people. Yes, and you know people who do that. They go for the same, and you hear this, you go for the same type. It might not be the physical type. Right. That's usually what we think of when we think of type is the look. But it's more the personality. More the personality. And, of course, you can... As long as you're aware of it, you could change it with, okay. you know. It, what other types? To give me some more. Well, I mean, that's basically, is that, the only that one is or? it. We're drawn to people that we are attached to early in our life. And that's why you hear some people, they she went for the daddy type or the sugar daddy type because she wants to be taken care of. Yes, or, but or I don't people, who, people who really like, you know, motherly. They want someone, you know, whatever it might be, whatever is your strongest personal attachment. That's why I always... Well, how do you? I always used to caution you about don't raise a mama's boy because. Oh, you told me that every day. I I know. I didn't tell you that every day, but mama's boys, those are just so the. A true mama's boy is somebody that is really painful to be in love with. What are characteristics of a true mama's boy? Well, a true mama's boy then wants you to mother them, to be mothering them. And we don't want to mother our lovers unless that was. Unless that was your thing when you were sure and and you find someone Mm -hmm. that's exactly like so, you know, we're so blinded by lust at first that we ignore some of these things. So you just got to look if you're always dating the same type. They don't look alike and they don't have the same. That's where we always think. Think so. It's just it's just it's the 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 personality personality. that we go Mm -hmm. for. And it's the same kind of uh Person. Sure. So sometimes people actively seek the exact opposite mm-hmm. because they they got therapy at some point. And they're like, I'm never going to be right. dating somebody like that, like my dad or my mom. That right. was that was you know if there was abuse or alcohol right. or you know whatever. Or it can be the exact you know that's the type you go for the you know mm-hmm. that. So anyway, you can change it. Good. You can, but you got to do some work. All right, good. You're to gonna know. need to call a doctor, a therapist. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> doctor. Hello, doctor. <laughs> Not, probably go. Okay, so let's... we've gone from Santa's are really polar bears to uh, early attachments, and do you have a final note here? Uh, you know what? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, okay. I really, really? don't. Right, uh, yeah. Just, just that you can spell Hanukkah two ways. I learned <laughs> that today. The ch spelling is the more traditional Hebrew spelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not Chanaka. I always Chanica. thought it was the Chanaka Christmas song whenever I would see the stage. Listen, what can I say? Uh, At this I, point? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. We'll be no, right back. Really. 
Hey, it's Michael Bublé. Oh, that's so good, Johnny. I like it. It is really, really good. And then mm-hmm. what's what's trending right now? Mall Santa problems, Julia. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why is it trending? Not because of people's having Santa fetishes, like you say. I'm sure it isn't that. No, but just that happens. Well, of course, many things happen. <laughs> I'm well, sure Santa well hears many things, just like a, a grade school nurse hears many things. Yeah. I mean, people hear many different things. Yeah, they do. Okay, uh, so favorite headline today. What was our my favorite headline until I got into the story and realized Kesha and Macklemore adventure tour is not coming. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No, it isn't. We've been saying Mm-mm. that all day, Lori. I know, but I was so happy no. that they were, I thought for sure they were coming. But, you know, it's probably a nice way of going out on tour because I think he has a couple kids. Yeah, he does. And you're only going for two months. Yeah. You're going for two months, 30 Instead cities. of these, uh, I'm going out for a whole year. No, right. Yeah. You got to play a casino in a Chicago suburb called Tinley Park. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be the that's one. That's the closest What's to the you. date? Is that the one we're going to? That's next summer. Yeah, I what know. date? I don't have that All right, in front fine, of me. Sorry. Fine, fine, no. fine. We can look it up. The tickets don't fine. go on sale until the 15th. And you can always get a ticket later. That's right. Julia. I know. Oh, my gosh. All right, yes. July 14th in Tinley Park. Oh, okay. Uh, Thanks, Danny. Kylie Jenner's makeup truck has fans lined up around the block. And on the related story that I'd like to throw in. Okay. <laughs> fans are not real happy when they find out her makeup brushes cost $360. They're real, though. Yes, they're real. According oh. to her. Wow. That's a lot of money, but she's coming out with a synthetic yeah. line for her more cost um, conscious. You um, got to admit, people. that is a great idea. The, uh, Make like a, a, a Like a food truck? Yeah. It's br- and it's it brilliant. showed up at Saks in Beverly Hills. Okay, it's brilliant. And you could only get 10 items. She's printing each. money. She is printing money. She is money. printing money. And it's a pink truck, Kylie. I mean, it is really a brilliant it's, thing. It's but brilliant. yeah. $350 mm-hmm. brushes. Well, that's very expensive. People are not liking that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Paz de la Huerta's therapy sessions are being used against her in her rape case. What's okay, I that? thought that that was private. I don't know. I haven't read the story, so I can't even get into it. I feel like... Okay, so Paz de la Huerta from Boardwalk right? Empire told Vanity Fair that Harvey Weinstein twice yeah. raped her in her apartment in 2010. And... Um, it it was one of, you know, it was a very, she went to the New York City police to give her statement. They were investigating. Mm-hmm. They had hoped her case would be one of the more prosecutable yep. ones against uh, Harvey Weinstein. Because 2010 doesn't fall outside of the statute of sex crimes, which that's a whole nother thing. But yep. uh, anyway... Um, yeah, it, it, there's so there's so many problems with this whole story. But imagine the notes being used against you because you didn't use the right terminology in therapy. Oh, for oh, crying out yeah. loud! Yeah, that would be painful. I, I know. So hopefully, there's going to be some changes being made, and 
what's going on and she's going to be successful. But it explained so much when we right. saw like how she behaved the oh. two years in a row that we saw her at the SAG Awards. She was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Out of yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's just, it's absolutely horrible. This is a horrifying story. It is a horrifying story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and this is a nice segue. Kate mm-hmm. Winslet almost refused to work with Willie Adam because, because quote, he's so quirky. She needs she to needs stop, stop talking. talking. That's, that's, she just has to stop. This is about she, Wonder Wheel, the movie Wonder Wheel. I know that's coming mm-hmm. out next week or something she just needs to stop talking about it yeah this was a session of varieties actors on actors mm-hmm. and she she that, should have trusted her gut mm-hmm. she's yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah anyway and then last week she told another outlet that he was the closest thing to being a woman as being a woman which we told her last week to stop talking yeah, oh she, she just the message has not been received yeah. kate I guess it's just, this is her way of pushing the movie. Well, I, I guess, but is, nobody's but going to the sense. movie. This yeah. is the one with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Everyone's going to see Wonder with Julia Roberts and the kid. You should, because yeah. it's fabulous. Uh, Terry Crews on suing Adam Vennett, the agent. Quote, this is not about revenge. Yeah. because It isn't about revenge. But that's what he's been getting accused of by understand. people who just like, uh, they tell a woman... It, that happened in the past. Why can't you just shut up and forget about it and pretend it didn't happen? Blah, blah, blah. Why what is you, this really going to do? What is this really going to do? And so he is just standing his ground. And he, uh, uh, anyway, some people at the GQ party, that was things that might have been suggested to him. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie co-authors a Guardian newspaper op-ed with NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg. Oh, I hope I hope Angelina is not going to wear robes, satin robes, to the Golden Globes. <laughs> Lori, that is such a better way to deal with that headline yeah. no, than it, I could think it, of. The piece in the Guardian uh, is amazing, it is. and it goes on all the ways to list that NATO can and will target the issue of sexual violence in conflict. So the letter was more like, this is what we're doing, this right. is what's happening. Yes. Okay. All right. She's when, so big league, that Angelina. Yes. Gwen Stefani's grandmother would make gingerbread villages, and each kid got a house. Do you know how hard it is to make a gingerbread house? Yes, they're very hard. And also, this is Gwen Stefani. Because mm-hmm, at yes. tomorrow night on NBC, Gwen Stefani's You Make It Feel Like Christmas show is Zan. on NBC. And she's got her Christmas I'm going to make out. it feel like I forgot you said that. I know it. So <laughs> you won't be watching? Is yeah. That what you're yeah. I don't know. I yeah. You know, I go for real people. I don't know. She just said she, her grandmother did. She would start and there would be a church and people everyone would do get amazing, it. amazing gingerbread houses. I saw today online on the stir, which is like a mom's website. Yeah, yeah. They had gingerbread cupcakes. So it was a cupcake with mini gingerbread houses on top oh, and decorations. It was so word. cute. Mm. It was so cute. Yeah, that's really cute. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn did a little pap stroll at the Jingle Ball, finally. He was there. Yeah, I know he was. And uh, and, and Suri Cruz mm. introduced her. Yes. Taylor Swift. And they were holding hands. And uh, it must not have been cold in New York last night because she's got, uh, you know, like shorts on or something. He is cute. Is and he? Yeah. And he's got the long legs and kind of that British sort of, I don't know, broody eyes and ruby red lips i like how he looks i'm just saying 
And they kind of look like brother and sister because he is tall. They and they like look like brother and sister. Well, that's just, even better. Well, I mean, just they have the same coloring. They're tall. Yeah. And, uh, they're, they're a nice-looking couple. They're tall and young. Oh. They're tall and young. And-, and her song is number 69 on the Billboard 100 Best Songs of the Year. We're so sorry. Actually, oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. We know just what saying. you're saying. Wow. You're taking glee in there. Wow. Wow. Start your engines, people. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Job done. Off you go.